This is Little Things, a 12-episode limited series podcast created by Piedmont University student Caleb Rogers, sharing the life-defining memories and moments of his fellow students with the goal of encouraging listeners and living fully and the importance of the little things in life. Welcome to the Little Things Podcast. I am your host, Caleb Rogers, and I have a very special guest here today, Maddie Cassidy, who is a graduate student and is about to graduate in May. That's exciting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Well, I I really want to talk about kind of how we first met. I remember we first met in sale Mm -hmm. two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. I, I, I can't believe it's been two years. Because I keep thinking it was last year, and then I was like, wait, I didn't do sale last year. Nope. I didn't do it because you weren't doing it. Yeah. And that <laughs> like was, like, crazy. Okay, well, I, like, tell me, because I remember you were telling me how you are like, oh, I remember first seeing you. And yeah. I was like, and I got introduced to you in, like, the worst way possible. I, I'm, I'm not sure who it was, but, like, oh, yeah, that's Max's ex-girlfriend. And I was like, because <gasps> I heard all the drama yeah. about, you know, all that. And I was oh, like. God. I was like, wait, she's like the sweetest person and she's so cute. Like, what Aww. the fuck? I know. <laughs> Very common. And you can you can cuss on this if you feel need to need the need to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was a very weird situation, but yeah. It was like I don't know. I thought you were attractive when I met you. I'm gonna be honest. And then I found out you were gay, so it was even better. I was like, this is gonna be perfect friendship. Okay, so tell me a little bit again, like how you the whole of like shebang of how you met me and just with sale and then you're like like the whole presentation thing yeah so like i don't know i've seen you like my sophomore year i've seen you walking around campus i was like oh dang he's kind of cute and then like i met you at sale i was like oh this is gonna be real fun like he's really cool and then you told me like you did this huge presentation it was a great presentation like i teared up it was amazing and i was like Oh, he's, he came up, you mentioned coming up to your parents. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a great friendship. Like, we're going to have an amazing time <laughs> together. And we stuck together that wholesale trip. Like, it was, I don't know if I could have done it without you there. <laughs> well, like, that was, I, it was so much fun for me because I feel like I didn't have, I have, like, most of my friends are girls, but you have definitely been, like, like, probably one of my best friends, just because... As I should be. Right? But just because, like, I feel like we can, like, not see each other for, like, a whole week and then just come back and it's just like, eh, you know. Well, yeah. Like, I how have, are you? Like, and there's no like drama. Yeah, even, like, yeah, we haven't seen you. We haven't seen each other in forever. And we're just like, oh, my God. You Literally. Know? And then I'm like, wait, how's Jacob, you know? Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> you have like, to ask. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I want to talk about, because, again, I met you kind of late mm-hmm. in your college career so i'm curious to know a little bit about your experience in college here at piedmont specifically and just i mean you can just tell me what you feel comfortable telling <laughs> you know well i'm from you know i'm from california mm-hmm. like i'm from a long ways of home so like freshman year kind of sucked i didn't have a car i had a not the greatest roommate experience um so i was homesick i missed my mom she's my best friend to this day and like sophomore year was so much better I finally got a car my cousin like lent me her car and I met amazing people my sophomore year it was really fun and then junior year was right before I met you I think or yeah right before yeah I met that was you. junior year yeah yeah and like that's kind of when I met someone I like loved mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and yeah it's been good there's been some lows obviously because it's 
college. <laughs> it's There's always lows. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's kind of interesting to hear people's stories like freshman year because everyone has a tip, like the same freshman year story of, oh, I had the worst roommate situation and I was homesick and it sucked. Yeah. Like, that's, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do sales specifically is to, to not give someone that someone experience. That experience. <laughs> or to at least warn them like, hey, I know. the friends you have now, you probably aren't going to have in two, yeah. three years. I only have one or two friends that I'm still friends with from my freshman year. Yeah. And it's because they're on the track team with me. Like, <laughs> but like, we're, we're still tight. So it's cool. But I don't know. But sale was so much fun. I just remember fighting over Eric, and that was my favorite part of the sale because <laughs> it was a huge argument. And then, I, and then, well, yeah, because it was a huge argument. And then I felt it got to the point of like, I'm kind of glad I didn't have Eric just because like it's Eric. Oh, <laughs> As yeah. I got to know more. <laughs> oh, God. But no, but. that was so much fun. Just, yeah, that whole experience um, at sale, getting to know you more and fighting over a guy, which is. <laughs> Real <laughs> weird. A freshman, too. Like, <laughs> thinking about it now he's the sweetest human <laughs> yeah so tell me more i want to know more about the difficulties with you like going through college specifically with like your degree because you have what you're going through is hard because when we first met you know i felt like it you know i'm sure it was stressful but oh yeah like definitely last year i could tell that you know it was just getting so difficult for you it was in definitely like an intense like part especially getting into the program because I was also applying to sale at that same time. Mm-hmm. I was doing two things at once and it was like a balancing act for sure. And then before the year before that, I also applied to res life. So it's like my first real interview was res life, like being an RA. And that's not much. I didn't take much. They were looking for people, you know, but um, being in the program now, like, I'm completely alone in my program. Just me, in my class, with my teacher. <laughs> it's just you? Yeah. Um, so it's a, it is weird. Like, my capstone presentation is going to be so weird. Because I am not presented to a human being besides my teacher in so long. <laughs> like, about a year and a half. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't know it was just you in that major. Yeah, it's just me right now. The other two people dropped out of my program. Is it because it's that difficult? It's hard, yeah. Well, props to you, though. Thank you. <laughs> like, getting through that. Yeah. And, and okay, so ex- uh, I want you to explain to all the listeners. <laughs> no one. Um, <laughs> my professors. My parents. <laughs> <laughs> my parents, yeah. Um, like, you're, so you're, you're getting, like, a dual degree, I guess. Yeah, kind so of. I'm getting my bachelor's of science, or of exercise science, or it's health science. I don't really don't know my own degree. And my <laughs> master's of athletic training. So that's so impressive. Like, and five yeah. years, too. Yeah. Like, that's a deal. It is a great program due to the fact that I don't have to do six years of college because I'm already getting burnt out. Like, I'm ready. <laughs> like, I like last year, I don't think I would have been ready, but this year, I'm ready to leave. I need to get a life. <laughs> I can, well, so, talking about that, you already have good news. I do. I do have a job with uh, Tulane Institute of Sports Medicine. That's, like, so exciting. It is really exciting. I'm very excited. They're a great team, great people. If anyone's looking for a job, they're hiring. <laughs> <laughs> they're still hiring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just it's call like, Maddie. It's a competitive thing. They're very picky about their people. So it was really, it felt really good to get hired by them. And yeah. And did you, you just like applied? Yeah. Or did you have a connection? I had a small connection. Oh, okay. This guy just sent my resume out to other people and these people reached out. So I was like, okay, like I'll apply. It's in New Orleans. Like I'm 23. I need to do something like 
Denver's Georgia. Love it. But it doesn't have much to offer. <laughs> you got to get out of your out of the bubble, though. Yeah. You know, like yeah. move on. Exactly. I'm ready. But that's exciting. Yeah. You know. Exactly. I've and done... New Orleans, though. <sighs> it smells. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's really stinky. Well, I've never been there, so but I'd like to visit. But I'm sure there's some beautiful areas there. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, I loved it when I visited. We visited apartments and all that. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy to think that, like, I spent 12 years of my life in Arizona, almost eight years of my life in California, and five years here. Like, that's insane to me. That is, yeah. And now I'm, re- and now I'm ready to look somewhere else. That's what I feel like college is supposed to be for, though. That's why I came to Piedmont, is because I needed to get out. Like, I want to experience the things while I can instead of, like, Staying in one place, you know? Like, I get it. Like, family-oriented people. And I understand that. Like, I'm close with my family. I only see my parents, like, once or twice a year. And that sucks. That's hard. Just me <laughs> thinking about Because, like, I, I've moved around a lot. And I've, I've been able to experience change a lot. Because my oh, yeah. parents, my dad likes to move jobs, hop around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> not get into that. But, um, but I get that. But I can't imagine not seeing Having my family just twice a year. Oh, yeah. And, like... I don't call my parents, which sounds really bad. I love my parents. I really do. But, like, when I call them, it just makes me miss them more. Like, luckily, my mom is being able to come out to Easter. So I am going to see my mom, and I'm very excited about that. I'm going to cry thinking about it. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Um, That's so sweet, though. I mean, like, I would, too, because I'm an emotional person. So if I saw my parents twice a year, I'd be like, you know, mom. I feel like a freshman every time my parents, or, like, I leave my parents because I cry every time I leave my parents. Like, I don't know if that's, like, lame or not. No, but. it's not. I mean, I would, too. Like, yeah. let's be honest. Like, like, like Jacob, I mean, your boy, I mean, your boyfriend, Jacob, I yeah. mean, he's seems to be very quiet and mm-hmm. not as emotional in front of people. But no. uh, let's be I, honest. Um, he would probably cry, too. I would hope so. <laughs> the way he talks about his parents, I love his parents, but the way he talks, he's a very family-oriented as well. Yeah. So... But I don't know. Like, I say bye to my parents, and I fly almost 2,000 miles across the country. Yeah, and I couldn't imagine. Like, I couldn't do that. Yeah, my plane rides are really embarrassing. <laughs> Why <laughs> is that? to some people. Because I'm still wiping my tears. <laughs> I'm snotty. I'm red in the face. Oh. I'm like, I feel so bad for the person next to me right now. Because <laughs> this is awkward. That's funny. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm kind of curious. Um, tell me a little bit about, like, your childhood. And being oh. where you're from and the changes maybe that you had to go through coming here to Piedmont. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was born in California, or born in California, born in Arizona, Arizona baby. Um, grew up majority of my life there. Did gymnastics all my life. Very sports oriented versus my sister who's like the fashionista of the family, you know. She's the trendy one. Definitely not. <laughs> not me. <laughs> um, and then we moved to California. I started my first public school experience. I started in seventh grade. I had no friends. My first day of middle school, my, my a seagull, which I've never seen before, poops on my lunchbox. <gasps> Terrible experience. <laughs> I'm crying. Yeah. It was very embarrassing. That was like, public school is very different for me. Like, huge classes compared to like a small like charter school is where I went Mm -hmm. and coming here like hearing the small classes when I toured here and sounded like Arizona and that's where I'm comfortable in is because I don't have to worry about speaking in front of 40 people in my high school classroom but 
So yeah, I grew up very sports oriented. It's I've always been involved in sports. I've been going to doctors for a long time, like for anything. Unless my mom thought she could like rub some dirt on it or whatever. But like <laughs> <laughs> um so like that's kind of how I found my love for sport sports medicine, athletic training those because of the injuries and like having one person there along the, like the way is so important to me. Like, I don't want to have to repeat myself to every doctor I see. Like, yeah. that's just lame. It's, it's boring, and you don't feel a connection like you could feel with AT. Like, when I heard they have a 3-2 program that were, they were introducing here, I was like, I have to I have to try. So that's kind of why I ended up here. I was like, I already wanted to look. I was looking at big SEC schools. And, like, I tell people that, and they're like, you know Piedmont's not an SEC school, right? I'm like, well, yeah, but I never felt, not, like, welcomed, but, like, comforted comforted i don't know what this word but like there if that makes sense no i get it because yeah. i mean i have the, the same experience with me I, I mean i grew up going to private school i was in the smaller classes yeah. smaller environment and then i got it uh i went to public school for a year maybe in middle school yeah. and i hated it it was just bigger school bigger mean classes people. people are mean yeah teachers are mean yeah they don't care about you. And because, again, like, I, I had been in private school that whole time, and then I get exposed to public school, especially at that age. Oh, yeah. It's just, like, <laughs> mm, no, thank you. And, like, yeah. our tra- we had classes in trailers outside of the school. It was so big. Because it was so big. Yeah. yeah. We had that, too. We had, like, those, like, sections, like, those ones that you'd see on the highway, like, yeah, on the back exa- of a truck. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I was, like, what is, like, this no. Is not this is not it. <laughs> and my grades were terrible there. Yeah, because it's so distracting. I wasn't, yeah, and I wasn't getting the personal attention that no. I needed. And I hope that doesn't make me sound like that I'm stupid because I need, like, <laughs> I need to be cared for or something. Kayla but just likes the attention. I do like the attention. <laughs> <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, I get the whole situation with, yeah. you know. And, um, I mean, I went to SCAD, so it's, SCAD's not massive, but it's, it's and we big. have 15,000 students at SCAD, so. It's more than here. Yeah, right? yeah. I, 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 like four times <laughs> as much here. So, I mean, you know, coming here was what I needed to. Yeah. Um, so, I, again, it, we, it's kind of it's kind of cool to hear your experience because we have very similar experiences oh, yeah. just in different, different forms. forms. Yeah, like, I literally told my dad I wanted to go here in the bookstore and walked away. He cried. <laughs> I've never seen my dad cry. My dad teared up. Is it because it was so far away? Or just because... Just because of the fact that he didn't think, like, I'd want to continue my track and field career. He wanted me to keep going so bad because, like, I'm the boy he never had, you know what I mean? So I had to, I had to be involved in sports. Yeah. I want to keep him happy, you know? And, like, he didn't think I'd like it because it was so small and it was so different from the other schools I've seen. I literally told him, I looked at him, I'm like, yeah, I'm coming here. And I just walk away, and I, like, go to the bathroom, and I, like, Snapchat my friends or whatever, just, like, telling them about it. And then I come back, and my dad's eyes are, like, filled with tears. Like, he's so upset. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, we have to get more stuff. (laughs) If I told my dad, like, I'm coming here, and be like, yes, yay. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny to hear that your dad, I mean, did he go to a bigger school, or did he he have, like, hopes that you would be, like, um really successful as like a division one. Oh hell athlete. no oh. Oops, sorry no you can oh, say your, whatever your the parents f- are listening to you can to say this. whatever the fuck you want oh seriously <laughs> you can i want your parents to like me i haven't met them yet <laughs> <laughs> i guarantee you my mom will listen to the first five minutes and then be like nice caleb and click off 
Oh my gosh. But I don't know. Yeah, my we didn't tell my mom until I got back to California either. Was she upset? No, she was really she was happy. She yeah. was happy I found somewhere where I liked because I never really liked. Like I I got into UGA and like I I had my housing deposit there. And I like pulled out. I was like, I don't like it as much as I do here. It's because it's smaller. I'm literally by myself in my classroom. It's me and a teacher. Mm-hmm. It is the most positive class environment I have ever had. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the that's the best thing. I'm looking at the tiles like You're looking fine. at the <laughs> Um But that's the best thing. I mean, I would much rather be with a teacher alone than be in a class with 100, 100 students or 150 students. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, UGA is a gorgeous campus, but you don't know anybody there. You, know, you might know like yeah. five people and that's it. Exactly. That's, I don't know. I don't like that. However, sometimes Piedmont does feel a little, like, high school-y, if that makes sense. Well, I feel like in <laughs> whatever school you go to that's small like this, it's going to feel high school Yeah. Yeah. That's just people and drama and, you know. But uh, it's feel, I feel like it's getting more, like, high school-y. <laughs> that's not a word. Like, every... Because every everyone... Year. Every kid is just getting younger and, in my opinion, like, less mature. <laughs> I feel so old. It's not even funny. I'm 23. Mm-hmm. What? I have, I talk to people who are 18. Yeah. Like, that's weird. Yeah. I'm like... No, I trust should, me, like, I feel the same way. I'm glad that we feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's because we're old people now. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, I used to be that. Like, that's crazy to me. I'm like, dang, I used to try to get... Oh, am I allowed to say this? I'm... <laughs> You used to try to get what? Like, get into bars underage. Oh. And, like, these girls, are, they, these people, are not just girls, but, like, these people are talking about getting into bars. I'm like, you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thinking, like, oh, dang, I did try that as a kid. Only once, and I never did it again. It's more fun when you're underage trying to do it, because then when you turn 21, it's like, oh, yeah, what's the, there's nothing exciting anymore. Now, yeah. Like, like, I don't go out. <laughs> I, didn't I don't go either. Out before either, but yeah. <laughs> same. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the same page. I'm very homebody, but that's what I also feel like is pretty good about Piedmont. Like, if I wanted to go out, I could, but mm. if I, I don't have to. Whereas, like, if I went to UG, I feel I would feel obligated, and I don't like people. <laughs> I like my room, you know. I'm I the like same talking way. to you. Yeah. That's about it. I'm the same. I'm the same. I'd rather have just good friends come over to my room or we could go out to dinner or something exactly have sentimental conversation <laughs> i don't know go get fucked up somewhere exactly i don't need to go to a bar and party with and spend hundreds of dollars, dollars on cheap liquor. and get blacked out. i've never been blacked out before been i don't plan out. on it i don't know if that's controlling of me but i do not like like losing control of myself yeah i well i've gotten really drunk once to where i was like oh my gosh where am i <laughs> and it's sad because that was <clears throat> in December. <laughs> oh, God. But um, I will never be doing that again. I don't blame you. Never. I want it. I, like, I feel like I should experience it just to see, especially before I go to New Orleans. Not that I'll ever do anything out there, but just before. Maybe I'll do it. I don't know. Maybe I'll have you over and you can take care of me. Yeah, I'll take care of you. Okay. Because <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> I had no one to take care of me when it happened. Oh. I could, you know, well, I was at Big Daddy's with, it was me, um, Connor, his girlfriend, my boyfriend and one of my other friends who graduated. Yeah. And um, I didn't, we never, like, me and Trev came up just to see my parents and we didn't expect that it was going to. Like, do anything. Like, do anything. And Connor was like, hey, let's go with the Big Daddies and drink. And I was like, okay. And so, you know, we get there at like 
10 o'clock at night and we're there till closing at like 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> and I I can remember being so, so drunk that I could not remember exactly where I was. And I remember like walking outside looking for it because I didn't know where anybody was. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, they're closing. Where's the car? Did they leave me? I'm like freaking out, like touching people. And I had people be like, are you okay? It's like, I'm here. It's 2 a.m. and I'm drunk out of my mind. Like, what do you think? Am I okay? Like, Nothing good happens no. at 2 a.m. <laughs> and the worst thing was, and I'm going to end up taking this out because this is too inappropriate. <laughs> Everyone, all of us were pretty much blacked out. And somehow we made it back home. We drove. I'm impressed. That's really impressive. And all of our windows down. And I can vivid. I can remember little bits and pieces of it. But I can remember it was... Like, no one on the road. We were on the road from Piedmont to yeah. Clarksville. Oh, that's God. dead. And you know there's always a cop sitting there? Yeah. So, I, I don't know how we didn't get pulled over and we weren't in jail at the time. <laughs> because I remember... I would have bailed you out, but only you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Julia sticking her head out the window when she was driving and going, ah! <laughs> to the cop. So, either that cop wasn't paying attention or what, but I was like, oh, I was like, oh my God. God. And then we got back to our house and Julie, like, stopped in the middle of the road. And then she was like, wait, I feel like I'm in a golf cart. And we're, like, <laughs> all freaking out. And Julia starts taking the – and just goes around the neighborhood going, like, crazy. She ran into two mailboxes and knocked them over. Oh, and I didn't – okay, I didn't find this out until the next morning. You know why? Because I got up and I was, like, absolutely dead. And my mom's staring out the window drinking coffee. And I was like, what's going on? She's like – those poor people they're putting their mailbox back up and I'm, I'm curious to know what happened and they're literally pushing their all oh like four God. of them out there tying their mailbox to their fence and I'm like what and then Connor gets up he's like oh yeah we did that God, at least he admitted it. <laughs> and I was like Connor I was like you know their their son's a policeman I was like oh. anyway it wasn't. I could tell oh. you so much more about that story, but anyway. Another time. It's another time. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, it's an interesting night. But um, anyway, last question for you, and we'll go ahead and end it. Okay. Um, is there any any advice that you would want to give anybody who is wanting to go down your career path? Do it because you love it, not for the money. Because as I see, we are paid underpaid pretty much a lot. Not pretty much, but a lot. And. It does suck, but I feel like if you have the love for a career, money's not worth anything. Obviously, I live, I like to live an expensive lifestyle, like, <laughs> which sounds really bad, but by that, I mean, like, I like to treat Jacob, I like to treat my friends, and stuff like that, but when it comes down to it, I love what I'm going to do. I love what I'm doing now. I love working with the Piedmont athletes a lot. I like making those connections, so I feel like if you have the love for the career, I would say stick with it and go for it. But if you're looking for money, you won't find it in AT. <laughs> but that's okay. Perfect. We're done. Awesome. Make sure you join in every Thursday with your host, Caleb Rogers, sharing the life-defining memories and moments of his fellow students with the goal of encouraging listeners and living fully and the importance of the little things in life.